systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Donda. 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 That's like What's the, your your mom's name? Janet. 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 Are you mean you're not spending your Labor Day weekend listening to the battling albums between Drake and Kanye West? You don't get what we're referencing? What are you doing with your time? Listen, just hit up the first track on Donda. Don. You'll know what that's all you need. Don. You don't even need like Don. to listen to the whole Don. thing. Oh, that next song's that's fire. That jail. I think the next song is jail with Jay-Z. It's really good. See, that's what I do with my time now that I'm a grown man. I told AJ, I said, I deal in very intense situations, right? I work in the mental health field. I work in residential inpatient treatment, and I work as a family therapist. So oftentimes, I'm dealing with both residents and their family members, right? So there's some heavy shit that I carry Monday through Friday, and in a healthy way, um, when I have time to myself during my work day, I've been really immersing myself in um, the world of bullshit, okay? Good. And there's a lot of bullshit to go out there. But I mean the real old school definition of bullshit. And it's been a lot of TMZ. Yeah. And I've been keeping up with like this Drake and Kanye West uh, feud with the album that's uh, they've been coming out with for fucking months, it seems like. We were just talking about it in the pool, how both of our jobs have become very serious. Yeah, they're very, because you're a news person, and I mean, the last, I mean, the news is always serious, but the last, I mean, during COVID and the Afghanistan thing, and now we're coming up on the 20-year anniversary of 9-11. I mean, oh you are, my God, it I is got, like serious palooza oh, for you. I thought, I, I thought I dodged it, man. I was not scheduled to work on 9-11. Are you scheduled now? Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be rough. That's going to be a brutal shift. So, you know, like, your your gig is serious. I deal with some serious things. So, literally, to, like, wind down, I just kind of get ramped up, not into the serious stuff on the internet, like the bullshit. And I've been all in. I'm like, ooh, I wonder what the Donda album versus Certified Lover Boy album <laughs> streaming numbers will look like on Monday morning. I just started playing Tomb Blast on my phone while I'm waiting for assignments because <sighs> it, it definitely, it like, it totally breaks up the, oh my God, you just cut a real serious news story and now you're playing Tomb Blast. And in two minutes, there will be another serious news story. Well, I got to tell you, so far, I like both albums. I do. You know, you can like both. You don't have to pick a side. That's true. I like both. I think out of the two, if we're talking who's creating more memorable music, we all know that goes to Mr. West. Uh, you know, I mean, like Drake's album is fun, but are you going to listen to it in like 10 years and be like, certified lover boy, change the game? The thing that pisses me off about Kanye is just he is the poster boy for a rich, mentally ill person that nobody is reigning yes. in. Yes, yes, because yes. Because we've, yeah. we've always said that, and I think that's become kind of, you know, understood at this point that rich, um, mentally ill people are just called eclectic. Yeah, they're eccentric. They're eccentric. They're yeah. eclectic. Um, normal mentally ill people like us are crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, the, and and what he this album's crazy. His 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 shows were crazy. I mean, everything. And it's all okay. <laughs> everything about Kanye has been, and some may say, and now this is where you get into the, you know, we've had this argument since the beginning of time about you know 
the artist and genius and process, and maybe the artists of the world do operate so differently that to everyone else it looks, quote unquote, crazy. Yeah. Um, but they're creating in that process. Now you have to be able to to decipher when do we hold them back. Um, yeah, you can be, listen. You can be. Uh, when can you watch out for them? Kind of like a, Mo, like Monet cutting off his own ear. Yes. someone should have stepped in and like made sure he wasn't cutting off his listen, own ear. There's a lot of people. I think most of us have some form of mental illness, and if you don't, I think you're lying to yourself. Well, no, no, no. But see, I always say, look at your mental health, like your physical health. Would you consider yourself 100 percent physically healthy? No, probably not. Right? No one does. Um, and I think if you look at your mental health like that, that it's just another part of your health, yeah. you know, chart. And you're always kind of, you know, some people are just physically more healthy. Like some people are more mentally more healthy. Some folks got to work harder to maintain. And, and I think if you just look at it in that manner, yeah. it's not an illness. It's just part well, yeah. of your health. I don't it's like your the mental word illness. Health. Yeah, it's uh, your mental, mental health. health. My only issue with Kanye is, you know, creating an eclectic album like this and yeah. building a house in the middle of what was it? Soldier Field so he, or something. He really recreated so he's been doing and again is this you know is this someone who's mentally ill or someone who's genius because he's been doing these listening parties for donda right so donda the album wasn't released but he was holding stadium listening parties and he, he made, wasn't performing he wasn't performing like you would show up he did two in atlanta at the mercedes-benz stadium i think that's what it was who the fuck knows what it's called now but he was you know living there where the saints play Right? Yeah. Um, and he filled it twice to the rafters and played the album, and there was kind of an art performance happening, but he did not perform. No. In Chicago, his hometown, he does it at Soldier Field, home of the Bears, and he builds his childhood home from inside in the middle in of the, the middle field. of it. Yeah. And like it's from the south side, but he went and he built it like in the middle for this watch party, which I had people who were at the watch party too. Oh yeah. We knew people who were there. And I mean, these were like, these are Kanye fans. And even they thought it was a little funky. They were like, this yeah. is bizarre, See, but they were there. They stayed for the whole thing. Now that's fine. All of that is fine. You're yeah. right. I do think it could be just a genius thing. Just you know, then he, he's, he's, then he runs he for president, See? and somebody needs to pull him back and yeah. say, "No, you cannot do whatever you want." Well, I think what what we learned a lot was the the person who was trying to. I mean, and uh, again, the person who was trying to rein him in, he just divorced. Yeah, so. say it was it was his wife, and you hear a lot about how the presidential run. Um, and more specifically, him kind of revealing a lot of details about their personal life and you know the the birth of their first child and everything else you know i i, I think the person who was trying to rein him in just uh, she she uh just lost control never you know? in a million years did i think i would sympathize with kim kardashian kim wins, for right? anything you tell me when those two got married that one day you thought you would defend kim kardashian no, all day no all nope. all day long. And you're now like, I'm like, Man. she's right. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, to to once again talk about doing it in a healthy way. She's been by his side yes. for all these listening parties as a family because yeah. their kids are like grown enough now to where like they know dad makes music and yeah. all this shit. And she, I think, was actually a part of the Chicago show. She was. I read about that. Yeah, like, she was part of this. You know, this big performance. She came out in a wedding dress or some shit. And well, I'm glad she's not. You know, this isn't. Yeah. Who knows if this is like a bitter, horrible See, divorce, but. But when you have kids, 
Right. It's you a different have, thing, right? And she's obviously trying to keep things civil on the surface mm-hmm. for the kids, which, you know, especially in Hollywood, look at Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's tough you shit, don't right? see that a lot. You yeah. see them fight in public and just shame each other, publicly if, shame, if and they're the, not doing that right now. If it's now. the one thing we can all, I think, safely say about the Kardashian family is that they, they do put an eff- uh, uh, a uh, factor on family, like right? yes. they're family-focused. Yeah. So, obviously, she's family-focused with these kids and yeah. having them involved in, you know. See, this is why he wins, because who are we talking about? Kanye West. We're talking about him. See? What, do we, was, what do we say about Drake? Drake has an album, too. It's okay. And we moved right on into all this shit Kanye is doing. When our friend uh, went to the listening party in Chicago, he posted a video of himself kind of trying to jam along, but his face got real <laughs> weird. And he, I think at one point, he's like, I don't know what's well, happening. Well, because I think he said, now he's a native Chicago yeah. guy, too, so he gets a little bit of it. But I think he got weirded out when like Kanye welcomed the GDs. Um, at Soldier Field. Now, for folks who aren't well-versed, the GDs are the gangster disciples, a very prominent uh, street gang, one of the largest in Chicago, led by Larry Hoover. And uh, when, you know, you don't normally have a major performer at Soldier Field shout out, oh, the GDs in the house. Usually no. not something you want to see happen. I think he got weirded out about that. No, like, what he, okay, that's a little weird. You, a little no, what weirded him out was, he goes, I think Marilyn Manson's here. Yeah, and he was. And he was. And and the baby. The DaBaby. homophobic ranting yeah, baby. He's a douche. Who was trying to make amends for, uh, you know, the homophobia stuff. And then he kind of said, fuck your amends. And then he showed up with Kanye West and Marilyn Manson, who now Marilyn Manson's Marilyn not Manson's even. Manson's in his own deep shit yeah, right now. Yeah, he's like getting accused of, of, of rape and all types of shit and sexual assault. So it was like, is that Kanye West making some kind of a statement? You so, know? yeah, when our friend was there filming this video, of his, his face kind of twisting, like, I think Marilyn Manson's here. I don't know, what, what I don't know what's going on. I said, listen, dude, I'm like, I we saw him at Bonnaroo years ago. Yeah. And it was the best and weirdest show I've ever seen because he, he played every single hit and you realize, holy shit, this guy's been putting out hits for a long time. Mm. But then in between songs, he would like rant about, and and they're not, they weren't even cohesive rants. We saw him. And then, and and like every single time he started to rant, We'd look at each other like maybe we should go back to the campground. And then he would, you know, play graduation. And you're like, oh, no, man, we got to stay. So that was when he was touring. And Kim was with him at, at that show at a Bonnaroo. There's a picture of her there. Um, that's when he was touring off Yeezus. And Yeezus was like his first foray into like, okay, he's not making music for the radio. Like no. This is pure, just like whatever the fuck our artistic shit comes out of me, I'm putting on here and you're going to deal with it. And he only did limited dates, and that's when he started wearing the mask. Yeah. And remember, like, we saw the show, and it was very minimalistic. Like, it was just him and a DJ. Yeah. The DJ just had, like, no shirt on and just a pair of jeans. Kanye wore the mask. And that's when he started doing those. He he didn't call them rants. He called them, um, oh, they were called moments of conscious or something like conscientious moments. I don't know what he put it. Whatever you want to call them, pal. But it was literally, like, and, and these moments would go from like 10 minutes to I think the longest one was like 44. It yeah. was in California and I think that's before he went into some kind of like a facility for his for his mental health because I think he did like a 44 yeah. minute conscientious flow of rant. But you're right. And I've seen his eccentricities grow because I saw him for the first time on the Glow in the Dark tour, which is it was him, Rihanna, NERD and Lupe Fiasco. And it's like, even at that point, he was doing 
a different hip hop show than most people. Yeah. He wasn't running around with like just a hype man and just, you know, doing his shit with a DJ. It was a theatrical performance and, and kind of it was a, a theme. Yeah. And he did the songs and he was on the road. He was on the road to doing like whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. He's doing now. Again, he fucking, look, we're 12 minutes in. I was he just going to say, we we're spent 12 and a half West. minutes. Okay. Um, moving on. Anyways, check out Donda. Do you want to reminisce about our wedding since tomorrow is our anniversary that we both forgot about? Why wouldn't we do that tomorrow <laughs> on it? Aren't we going to record tomorrow? Oh, yeah, we record tomorrow. Yeah. Don't jump the gun, lady. I won't jump the gun. I forget. I'm so we're thrown saving, off of that recording. Got to save stuff up That's here. That's cool. You know? Thanks for being here. This is the 67th episode. Lord. Of the Pat and AJ podcast. Oh, that sucks. It would have been really fun if the 69th episode was on our 69. wedding anniversary. <laughs> we, so no. close. It is the 67th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. How is everyone? How are you? It is. We are recording over Labor Day weekend, which is traditionally when they say uh, summer ends and all that shit. But when you live in Arizona, is psychologically... Uh, for us, at least, being Midwesterners, we're like, what do you mean summertime ends? Like, yeah. this is, it just goes on and on and on. I just uh, started physical therapy um, at a new place here in Arizona, and I was talking to the physical therapist who's from uh, northern Ohio. Okay. So she knew all about the Michigan, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it gets deep. And, um, but we were talking about it and she said the same thing. She said the heart, she's been here for eight and a half years. And she said the hardest thing for her was snapping out of the mindset that you have to live your entire life in three months of summer because the rest of the year sucks. She goes, nobody here does anything during the summer. People hibernate in the summer because it's so hot. You can't do anything. And then in the fall and winter, that's when everything happens because it's like 75, maybe 80 degrees, yeah. and it's perfect outside. See, and I was going to say, I'm also thrown off, too, because our son is on the Arizona school schedule now, which means he went, he's he been in school for a month. Yeah. So to me, like in my mind, we're already like a month into the school year. Like I'm already in that mode of yeah. it's, it's fall time, even though it's like 97 degrees outside. But. It was very funny. I was trying to find something for Pat and I to do on our anniversary because we never go on dates for our anniversary. Yeah. And I think it's a lot different this year because we're not spending as much time together because we don't work together anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like we're we're probably in the most traditional yeah. um, uh, manner of our relationship that's ever been where I can We only of, see each other a couple hours a day, yeah. if, if that. Yeah. I mean, there are going to be days we don't see each other at all. Yeah, sure, but we're not in our business 24 fucking no. hours a day like we used to be. So, yeah, I was like, we should go do something. And I was looking up fun stuff in Tucson, and there's a, a bicycle taco tour where mm-hmm. you ride a bike to like a bunch of different taco places you eat tacos and you just keep going and the time it starts at six o'clock at night six o'clock and at night. i laughed because i'm like oh duh it's arizona you can't go during the day it's 95 degrees and again outside. i while i love the concept of it because it's i mean again you can throw a dart here in tucson and hit a fantastic mexican restaurant place even um, the worst one we've had worst, wasn't that bad. Yeah, bad ones <laughs> like, are good, man. I'd go back there if I had to. But I feel like I'm not quite sure I want to eat tacos and then get on a bike and bike myself to go eat more tacos and then get... I feel like after two taco stops, I'm done. Like, I'm going to say, you bike now. I'm done biking. I just can't imagine eating that many tacos. That's Yeah, because you know me, I like to have a couple at a time. Yeah. So if I'm going at least two at each... That's 12 tacos yeah. plus chips and probably like, you know, some, some beans or a dip or something. Um, that's a lot of food. We thank, were thank you for not choosing. Me. You're welcome. Uh, I'm not saying we won't do it, but <laughs> maybe maybe when it's cooler out. We were watching a YouTube series where this guy orders 
everything from a restaurant is as carry out and then eats it in like an RV with his wife and he tries every yeah. single thing. And it was funny because he had the same problem. Like he and his, when his wife sat down, she wanted to eat the entire Bloomin' Onion. And he said, no, you can't do that. We have to eat, we have to try everything here. Yeah. And I don't want you to get full. So that's how I feel like it would be with the taco place. Like, like you, the first you, place, yeah. you're only going to have like a very light taco. I'd say the first two places, you probably are like, uh, yeah, you maybe you ch- either you don't eat much or you chow. And then, yeah. But then it takes like 20 minutes for your food to catch up. So I feel like halfway through, you're fucking full. I feel, I yeah. feel like there's no way. You, I don't know. But I don't I, like this whole but I will keeping say, fit and eating tacos I mean, thing. I do know like... When when I work out, I'm I just I just went for a 45 yeah. minute swim and now I'm hungry. So maybe the biking offsets that. By the time you get to the next taco place, you're hungry again. Once again, everything she sees food just equals calories. She starts doing that math in her but head. But no, I'm she's the, like Rain Man. You have the, to the equations come up. She's like no. one taco. Equals 127 calories. You have to stop thinking. Equals a quarter of a mile walk. You have to stop thinking that everything I talk about is related to an eating disorder. I'm literally trying to prove you wrong saying I think the biking in between makes you hungry between each stop. It could be, but I like, you know, I feel like I'm pooping in there. You know, I feel like there's going to be a poop stop. Um, And a taco poop is, it's one of two things. It's either really, really healthy or really awful. And I don't think you want that when you're out. And then what happens if you get sweaty, like biking from one place to the next place? No, no. No, no bueno. Not not in on any of that. No. Let's just drive to each place. Can we just like go to one place, drive to the next one, then drive to the next one? I didn't tell Pat where our date is. It's a surprise, but I did tell him because I know him. I'm like, we're going out for tacos first because he needs to know that we're like fueling up. So, yeah. So that's kind of fun. We can talk about that because we are going on a mystery date tomorrow. I don't know where it is. And that's because AJ uh, just remembered uh, today that our anniversary is tomorrow. Yeah. That's what happens after you've been married for a while. It's in my face. Facebook memories and it popped up that I changed our profile picture to a Oops. wedding pic and I said why would I do that oh shit tomorrow's our 12th anniversary <laughs> of course I forgot as well you can tell life comes at you fast so but no so all of a sudden this morning I wake up and she's like hey anniversaries tomorrow we're doing something I'm like oh sweet what are we doing she's like don't worry about it but we're getting tacos I'm yeah. like I I can I can agree to that I if, have mapped if all that's of where out. it starts I'm okay yeah I've mapped it out it's the closest we'll ever get to and I was reminded of this um, over this week when I was working, doing some family program, uh, family therapy stuff at, at uh, my job, right? And I was talking to a guy who had taken his wife on a surprise vacation where he literally just, hey, honey, uh, we're leaving tomorrow, so I need you to just go pack. And he uh, kept it a secret, got to the airport and kept it a secret up until they got to the gate. Even and then like, you know where you're going. Then, yeah, obviously, no. But they're going, they were going from wherever their home was to Chicago, like for okay. some, like a surprise weekend or something. Yeah. And it totally sprung the I, I I had forgotten almost that I had done the exact same did. same thing with you. We went to Scranton, Pennsylvania. Because that's for, where that's where every girl wants to go, right? <laughs> for a really cool music festival that was yeah. in the, the the Poconos. It's in the mountains. Yeah, and it's it based. It's not true. It's not. I wouldn't say officially. But it's it's themed like The Office because it's in Scranton. It's Scranton. So everything in Scranton, Pennsylvania yeah. now is inundated and somehow woven into the culture of The Office. Yeah. So everything was themed like The Office. But like I said, not officially because they probably get sued. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. And, and it was a really it was really cool. I did not. I The only thing that sucked is I wish I would have brought different clothes. 
And without telling me where we were going, you really couldn't be specific. No, because, and, and like that's. I had like two outfits that I could wear the whole weekend because I, I was like, I don't know where we're going. Do I bring summer dresses? Do I bring shorts? And then I'm like, shit, we're at a, we're going to a music festival. I need like. You could have bought food uh, or uh, clothes there. I could have. Right. Yeah. I think I did buy something. You did buy. There, yeah, yeah. You bought like a, what is it? A sarong. A sarong. A wrap yeah. or something. Yeah. See, but you got like a double whammy out of it because this dude, I assume, you know, once you get to the gate and you're going to Chicago, you're like, oh, well, Chicago's a great place, right? Like, that's a big city. We're going to have a nice romantic uh, weekend because you're like, it's Chicago. Yeah. When we got to the gate, <laughs> I legit said, so we're going to Scranton. Going huh? to Scranton. And then there's a million questions. I'm like, what are we have? I hope we're doing something and he's not just taking me to Scranton to say we went to Scranton. We're going to a fucking hojo in Scranton. Let's have some fun. Let me tell you. (laughs) And and if we wouldn't have had the music festival, it would have been a really weird trip. It would would not have been nearly as cool. Because like the hotel we stayed at, and I know you said it was like a last minute booking, so it it was like one of the last and it wasn't it it wasn't like dumpy, but it was like, you know, a super eight. It wasn't something fancy. It was it was fine. Um, but they didn't clean our room for the entire four days. Hey, that's right. And like the garbage was overflowing and we kept asking them on the way out every day. Like, Hey, can you send somebody? They oh, never yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And like there was one night, but, Pat- but, but remember the, the general manager kept hounding us for mushrooms every time we came and left the hotel. Yeah, She was convinced that we had like all kinds of psychedelic drugs on us. Cause yeah. we were going to a music festival. Yeah. She's like, can I get some, some she mushrooms? Like, all she kept saying was, Hey, when you go there, make sure you bring me back some mushrooms. I'm like, why you're you, like, you, must have googled mushrooms right? and this is like your thing how about this you clean our room and i'll bring and you yes mushrooms. how about that we could do a little barter here there was one night that we like got adventurous with food and we came back to the room and pat <laughs> basically <laughs> shit the bed yeah, like his farts were so and oh. i i mean this i mean this passionately here yeah. rancid yeah. like they woke one of them woke me up out of a dead sleep and he didn't wake up but i smelled it and woke up and there was nowhere to hide nobody had cleaned our room i felt disgusting that's the <laughs> night we were eating these sandwiches uh that were from they're called fat sam's or whatever but it was yes! like pulled pork with a big old scoop of like mac and cheese on top with like you know a cheese stick on top. It was just one of those well, kind of and places. You know, at music festivals, like you got to eat to fuel because yeah, you are moving man. nonstop for like ten hours. So like you don't yeah. care whatever food's there, you eat it. But then yeah, we got back to the room and the garbages were overflowing. Yeah, should have brought her mushrooms. There were see? dirty towels and Pat was basically pooping himself. Maybe it was so maybe gross. that's why they didn't clean their rooms because they found <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> And the whole staff is out fucking, you know, just wandering around. I think the maid probably opened the door, smelled your farts, and then left because it was that bad. You got, yeah, we went to Camp Bisco, if anyone's wondering. It was Camp Bisco. It was, it was held so at Montage fun. Mountain. And so it was, fun. It was a great time. And it's been so long. Michael that, Scott went to, wasn't it a Mariah Carey show at Montage no, Mountain? No, <laughs> it was a Sheryl Crow show. Sheryl Crow, thank you. <laughs> and someone passed him what he thought was a clove cigarette. Yeah. It turned out that was, was the weed episode. It was the devil's lettuce, and then they had the weed episode. <laughs> Dwight tries to find out who was smoking yeah. the joint in the park. Remember that? Line. Yeah. But yeah, we've actually been to Montage Mountain, and we've sat there, and it's been so long that the act that we sat there and saw has been canceled. Yes, that's how long it's been. The person that we so joyously celebrated. Here's the funny part. Has been canceled since then. It's only been four years. Only been four years. <laughs> it was 2017. Has it really been yeah. four years? Fuck me. It seems like a year, like yeah, a lifetime it ago. It does. Yeah. Let's go back to Camp Bisco. God damn it. That was a fun festival. Although I do see the appeal of staying in a hotel for that festival. Because you can camp on the mountain, right? Yeah, but the camp, I mean, it is, it's kind of brutal camping. Uh, so I guess you should set up why it's so cool because Montage Mountain is 
is a ski resort and in the a, winter and a water park in the summer. So this festival, um, Camp Bisco, which is put on by the group, the Disco Biscuits, it's kind of like their festival. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, you basically take over the entire place. So when you come, you get access to a wave pool and water slides and, and then a lazy there, river and then yeah there's a lazy river Remember, but, there's a zip line too but then right next to it is an amphitheater with yeah. someone like pretty lights or the disco biscuits or action bronson playing and you're hanging out like in the water so it's really I mean, it's kind of like it's literally if you've ever been to a music festival it's everything you've ever wanted at a music festival yeah. it's it's the water park aspect yeah. it's like there's more to do than just go see the music i but, mean there like you can be in a pool while you're watching a show so people it's like vegas so then people camp on the mountain yeah which is the problem <laughs> yeah we we walked through the campgrounds and um they're fucking brutal man it's it's very i wouldn't do it like i'm I sorry mean, i'm too i think maybe if i was 22 fine yeah. oh, but like i was I'm way younger too young i'm too old for that stuff but they were um because it's it's beautiful because it's very wooded and you're up in the mountains it's and all also, that. It's um, also, oh. it, it, it rained. It rained. And um, if you pay attention to anything that's happened in the last week, you know that rain is very bad for music festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag Bonnaroo. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> Something about else canceled. Canceled. Um, but this thing, like, the mud at Bonnaroo is one thing because it's flat. It is, yeah. It's on a farm in Tennessee. It's completely flat. This is a flat. mountain. Everything went It down. literally, you could see tents that were literally starting to slide yeah. down the, the ski slopes that were covered in mud. And I said, you know, that's it's awesome that y'all camp here, but I can't do it. Like, I'm just too old for that. Been there, done hardcore. that. No, it's hardcore. But so the festival itself to, is so, super cool. Yeah, because... And they have buses that go up the mountain from all the, the hotels. So, like, it's not weird to stay in a hotel for this festival. That one didn't even happen this year. They didn't even try to do it this Good. year. Camp Bisco. I personally don't think anybody should have done a music festival well, this year. Although Lollapalooza pulled it pulled off. It successfully. And like, not even a super spreader. No. Like they they literally now the time has passed to where you can kind of track cases. What was it like 200, 200 cases? 200 which, cases. Which I know that sounds huge. Out I know. Of how but many? 100,000 people. Come on. You're winning. Do that you're bad. Winning. Yeah. What they did worked. And so it's that's because good. they've required either Proof of vaccination. Or a negative COVID test that happened in the last, like, 48 hours. Bing, bang, boom. Easy as that, man. Yeah. We're trying to make it to our first show. So we're, we're getting closer. The I dead know. The dead are successfully playing their shows, and they're happening. And I just found out today that Pima County, where we are, which is next to Maricopa County, where the show is going to be, um, our numbers are trending down. Arizona's numbers are trending down. Well, I can't, Holy fuck, we may make it to an October I, concert I can't date. say for sure, but um, no, our mystery date tomorrow is not a music festival. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I take her. Because there are none. I take her. To go see a music festival. He takes me to Scranton, PA. I'm taking him to Vale, AZ. <laughs> and I went to the side of the tub, and I hiked my foot up on the side of the tub. I ran me some bath water. I took that in there, and I sprinkled it in my hand. I slapped it on the pussy. Slap, 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 slap. Slap, slap, slap. I don't know how far back y'all pussy go. My pussy go way back here. So I was just slap, 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 slap. Slap, slap, slap. slap. I waited for five minutes, like Box said, right? I'm waiting. Bing! Five minutes. Okay, I got in the tub. And I raised that motherfucker up. I raised that motherfucker up. Beep, beep, dee, 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 dee. Clean as a baby's ass, y'all. It was a beautiful thing. Oh, we fucked and sucked and skeeted and squirted all over the place. That motherfucker's face looked like a warm glazed Krispy Kreme donut. I tell you, it was fabulous. It was wonderful. It was a beautiful thing for about two weeks. The hair started to grow back. 
Now, I don't know how many of you ladies have ever poured kerosene on your pussy and set it on fire before, but there was a burning and an itching sensation, y'all, that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. I mean, I couldn't scratch my pussy hard enough. I had credit card, hair brushes. I was just, ooh, 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 shoot. Oh, my. See, I'm a zenial, which means ooh. I was We're both zenials. born uh, like between Gen X and the millennials. And one of the biggest seismic shifts that I've seen in my lifetime is not um, electronic communication, but it's a uh, lady's pubic regions. And um, I'm glad you took a drink of water. Drink of water right there. Because I started off as a young man, uh, 12, 13 years old, starting to find the porn of yesteryears. And we're coming out of the 70s uh, era. Oh, the Bush. And, uh, and I'm not talking about politics. And. <laughs> You know, the bush kind of really lasted in, in into the 80s and 90s. It you did. would start to, you would get the Playboys or whatever, and if they were showing them the, the nether regions, there's a lot going on down there. Yeah. And then somewhere in the late 90s and early 2000s, the seismic shift happened in pubic hair. And all of a sudden. There was none. <laughs> it went the way of the dodo. Yeah. And it's gone so far the way of the dodo that my wife... For the first time in her adult life, is contemplating growing out the full Monty. But why? Say why. Well, there is a reason behind. But, but still, you not have because to because it's in. But hold on, you just have to. I want you to sit there and think that one in. How old are you? Thirty-eight. I'll be 30, thirty-nine. Thirty-nine years old. Has never. No, had I'm thirty-eight. I'll be thirty-nine in a few days. Oh boy, she likes uh, that. Oh, thirty-eight. <laughs> in her thirty-eight years, she's never had the traditional. What the God put down there, follicles fill up and do what they're supposed well, to do. I did when I was like a preteen when how, I didn't know how to deal with it. Now, hold on, though. So how long until you got rid of all of it? I don't think it took long. Really? I think it just grossed me out. Like how old were you? Oh, probably 15. You were 15. Yeah. So you had literally just like really kind of filled up down there. Listen, without getting too gross, but guys, I think you need to hear how awful it can be to be a, a female. Yeah. Um, back then I had like the heavy kind of periods that would like bleed through pads and send okay. me home from school. Gotcha. So the last thing you wanted was anything down there to catch that nastiness. So I finally said, I'm going to get rid of all of it because my periods are so heavy and so bad okay. that I don't want any other issues down there. And that's... That's when I started getting rid of it. So that's when you're 15. Yeah. So that's what 1997. So yeah. that's kind of right. You're right in that that time the frame. Sweet spot. Yeah, that was high school. And then it becomes like mainstream. Yeah. Right. And literally, it's like we hear about. Oh, what do you got? The landing strip. Yeah. You got the little Hitler mustache. <laughs> oh, I. Sh I mean, I remember girls being like, "Oh, I have a little heart." You know. I mean, yeah. like all types of sh shit like that. There was grooming, man. Right. And I'm gonna be honest. The first time. Um, as a dude that I ever heard about any kind of nether region care for guys was from kind of an older dude friend of mine who uh, was, I mean, big into just uh, himself, sex, and porn. All right? Okay. Uh, and I remember him talking about trimming up downstairs, and I had just gotten used to it as a concept for women. You're like, oh, my God, guys are doing it and too. And then when he's like, oh, yeah, I, I'm like, hold on. I'm like, do you, 
all of it? And he's like, no, no, no. But I, I keep things kind of trimmed up and everything else. So that, and, and then I'm like, oh, no, now, now, now guys are in on this. Well, we've had this discussion before. And I think with women, for me at least, and this is just a personal you know, yeah. preference, like I always say, it would look so weird if a guy like you, and you're not super hairy, yeah. you have the exact appropriate amount of, of hair a that guy a, should have. That a dude should I mean that. Like I've seen really hairy dudes and I've yeah. seen not hairy dudes and you are, you're perfect. Thank you. But it would look so damn ridiculous if you- <laughs> If I had a laser if, if you, turtle? Yeah, if you had like laser hair removal on yeah. your crotch and then like the hair started on your legs. Um, you know, uh, vis-a-vis- I feel <laughs> I used it, man. I used okay. it. Write it down. Go ahead. Um, I don't even know if I used it in the correct, no. but whatever. Um, with a with females, because we are taught to, and again, see, I was going to say, we're women, taught to shave our legs. We're yeah. taught to shave our pits, and then you just have this huge like bush of hair right in the middle of your body. It felt a little weird, just like it would be weird if you shaved everything down there. So, since age fifteen. AJ has held on to some hardwood floors downstairs, which probably made you feel pretty good when it all came into vogue, right? You were um, like, you're like, I'm ahead of the curve, man. I don't, I've never really followed the trends, okay. but okay. Um, it was just comfortable. Well, I'm, I'm very much like, I do what's comfortable for me. You do what's comfortable yeah. for you. She comes to me today and says, hey, I want to tell you something. I go, sure, what do you want to tell me? She goes, I'm thinking about getting a bikini wax. Now, I can say this because I'm a man who has had, uh, I don't know, a good time learning all about myself and others' bodies throughout my 43 years. <laughs> and before I committed myself to AJ unconditionally, um, I can tell you AJ is pretty spick and span downstairs. Oh, this I is one of the it. most well-kept. I mean, you shave daily. Yeah. Every day. And I, yeah. Every day. Listen, I'm not like sitting down with shaving cream and spreading eagle. Like it's a quick, it's but, a quick shave, but, but I do shave every day. Every yes. day. Okay. Yes. So I've been, I was married to a woman before you who would let things kind of grow out a little yeah. bit. Right. So this to have AJ come to me and say, I want to do a bikini wax one. I think why? Because you have nothing downstairs. Nada, zip, zilt, zero. I've never seen anything. So it's weird to have you say, I want to do a bikini wax. Oh, there's something down there. Trust me. I know it's there. And then secondly, I go, I think, because I remember my ex-wife telling me that you have to grow out to about a quarter inch to be able to properly wax. That's going to be a problem. Which is why I know some women have a hard time waxing legs because you have to let the hair. grow it out. Or using sugar. I got a lot of friends like do the sugar thing on their legs. I'd have to try that. Um, But same thing. You got to let it grow out. Are you honestly, honestly capable of letting that thing go till it has a quarter inch of hair on it? Probably not. No. I'll tell you why. And I, I also, I've kind of, you know, had to figure out who I am as a person. And I've been pretty open about the fact that I have a, what we call trick, trichotillomania, which yeah. is where when you're stressed out um, or bored, mm-hmm. you pull your hair out. Some people pull the hair off their heads. They have bald spots. Um, some people pull their eyebrow hairs out. Some people pull their eyelashes. I'm an eyelash puller. Okay. It sucks. And I've been doing it since I was a kid and there just was a name for it. Like, you know, 15 years ago and it was amazing. But I feel like part of the reason I keep myself so bald, if you will, is because I, when I get stressed, I do like to pull hair. So you're afraid that you would pull that hair out. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be, there's never a time I'm like really sitting around like legs akimbo completely. But if you had the option, I don't, if you put your hand down your panties and there was like 
a handful of hairs. I would pull it out. Yeah. Like, in, like you just immediately, boom, 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 and boom, it would boom. absolutely hurt. But it's trust me. But I, that's part of your process. That's part I, of the deal. I, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. So not only would it I be, I think that's why I've always shaved everything. Really? Yeah. Because when, like, I notice, like, when I, I shave my legs probably every two days now, uh-huh. which is better. I used to shave every day. Yeah. I, you know, but I'll do a quick, quick once over. But like now, like, if I don't, if if I feel Man, like listen. a line of hair on my leg, I'll absolutely pull it off, and then I'm like, shoot, I got to shave so I don't do that. How old were you the first time like you started showing off the vision to like dudes? Like, who's the first dude who like had like? How old are you? Um, first guy gets to like, play around. A sophomore or junior? So you're a sophomore or junior? Yeah. And this dude. You know, unzips the pants and he finds nothing down there. Yeah. He has it's like the fucking glory, glory, glory hallelujah, like for him. Yeah, right? but that guy had a foot fetish, so I don't think he okay. really cared about any of that. Because I got to tell you, I had the experience. I remember I went to high school between '92 and '96, so we were still holding on to the '80s. You were in strong. Bush Country. I was in Bush Country, bro. I, I mean, in high school, my experiences had hair and juices and all types Ew. of shit, man. And this is why I shave. <laughs> you know, and like that's why it's like into. Because, like, I'm trying to think, like, back then, if I would have. And then all of a sudden, it was like I cross over into 2000, and every woman that I had an experience with had, like, barely anything going on downstairs. Yeah, I mean, again, it's for it's just a personal preference. And I, I like, it's weird to me to see women, like, with armpit hair now. But I get excited for them because I'm like, yeah. you go, girl. you Because there's really no like reason. you do you. There's no damn reason on the face of this earth. Yeah. Especially if it's for beauty reasons, that women should have to shave. Who cares? Every guy wants a hippie chick until you see her pit hair, right? Yeah, you want all I in on imagine. those. You want all in on those dreadlocks, and you see that pity hair, and then you're like, "Oh I no!" Say, if there's dreadlocks, there's probably pity hair. So and just be ready for think it. Think about what's going on downstairs. All right, brother. And that, but that's the thing. Like, I look at women who can do that, and I'm like in awe because I'm like, I could never do that, and good for you. But I, I would never even attempt. Have you ever talked to any of the? And I don't know, like you know, your comfortability level, but I think it's pretty high with your mom but like the elder women in your family i mean they got to think this is fucking nuts they got to think it's insane that like women now take care of the pubic hair because i do not Um, think that was i mean to them it was bikini line right the point was back then to if you wore a bathing suit to not have pubes busting out of your bathing suit i you know i i have conversations like that with my mom we're very open with each other we're just you know she's like one of my best friends yeah Uh, but we've never i'll ask her though i'm curious I'll tell you, though, um, why shaving has worked out for me, and it happened a few years ago at Bonnaroo. Oh, there you go. Um, Because at Bonnaroo, it's 110 degrees outside. It's humid. It's a farm in in Tennessee, and there's no shade. So that's why you see people walking around sometimes almost naked um, in swimsuits and stuff because it's just so hot. You can't wear clothes. Yeah. Um, But I was walking around in a swimsuit with, like, a a cover-up over it, like a Mm -hmm. short-sleeve cover-up. And, um, I asked somebody to take a picture of me in front of the, the iconic fountain Yeah, and they did. And it was a great picture until I zoomed in and realized my bathing suit was showing a little bit of my punani, just, just a little just, bit, just a little bit. You can blur that out. Well, it was good because it was a black bathing suit. So you know what I did? Uh, I went do? in like my editing apps. Made a little extra black on there. Right? Yeah. I just yeah. took my finger and changed the, the color to black and look now it's covered up. But I was thinking, I'm like, if I would have been like bushed out, would yeah. it? Would, I think it would have been more obvious because I almost didn't see it because it's it's there's nothing. There. I feel like if you're bushed out, then you're wearing a different kind of uh, swimsuit bottom. Right? I don't know, like, and that's what kills me is like I can't imagine being bushed out because I feel like there's nothing you can do to keep it in your swimsuit. Now hold on, but you said now one of your girlfriends she's bushed out, right? Which one? Uh, the one. <laughs> I put this in reference here. You know the the one. 
Okay, all right, forget that. You don't know who I'm talking about. What has brought you to this point today, to you, telling me in the pool, hey, guess what? I want to get a bikini wax. Because my hair grows so fast and I'm sick of shaving. So you shave every day? Yeah, and it grows back every damn day. Because you can't imagine, again, letting it go. No. Right? So you have to kind of keep it clean. So you're thinking you get waxed and that equals uh, less time less of you. Less shaving, yeah. Are you still going to shave your legs every day? Um, to avoid my my habit of pulling hair out, yes. Okay, so you're not worried about the the leg hair, it's, but yeah, no, the leg hair. I mean, that's my leg hair has always been blonde too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I am a dirty blonde. So that's what she said. Um, but yeah, so I've never really had to worry about that. Like, it's not like if I let my leg hair grow out, it's like black and coarse, and I look like a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Like, I, luckily, I don't have that problem. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm just I I I don't maybe I think it's a lot of it is we're spending. I mean, so much time in swimsuits in Arizona. Yeah. Like, I am wearing swimsuits, I'd say, almost every day. And I'm very, very aware of my bikini But it's, line. again, it's so weird to me because you shave every day. So I just don't understand how all of a sudden, like, it's just become this, like, weird, like, I want to get rid of it. It's Listen, just maybe I want to do something for myself. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm all about it. But I just really, I wish you the best of luck on your journey of trying to grow out the entire thing. I don't think I it's going to happen. I don't think I can either. I think it'd be cool. But, you know, we'll just, to, like, what color would it be? What My... My yeah. my punani hair? Yeah. Because um, I know you as a blonde. And yeah. I mean, I don't know what your actual hair looks like. Oh, there's nothing on Shut up. There's the, She's trying you to like. You can see the dark stubble no, though. No, I, I have no idea. But I'm saying grown out. Grown out. Grown out. Grown out. I'm talking like full blown 1980s. I want to like when you slip off the panties that that, that just poof. There it is. I think it would be dark. I do. Uh, be but, dark? but I think so, I think it's lightened up as I've gotten older. Like there are not all pubes are equal. No, I agree. Because like the the ones that are like in the crease of my leg and yeah. my punani are like blonde and very soft. Yeah. And then you get to like, you know, the main show and it they're like you can see the stubble and it's dark. Man, that was always another adventure, man, being a dude. I do not believe we're talking about that. You're the one who like laid this on me. She came to me in the pool and and and, and started talking about <laughs> Getting a bikini wax, and, and, and now she's like, well, hold on. We'll talk about it in the podcast. I'm like, all right. Game on. Listen, I have regrets, okay? Um, my ex-wife, she did not. She's uh, going to love you talking about this. She did not keep up downstairs like you did, but I don't think a lot of women do. I don't think a lot of women are daily. Like, like honestly, again, going back to my I've seen my fair share, AJ is really, she's on that shit. She's on it, Okay. But my ex-wife, so things would, you know, grow out a little bit. And when kind of that revolution came, um, she started getting waxed. And she would go to these places that would, you know, do the whole thing. And she would tell me always how fucking weird it was. I'm sure, yeah. Because she's like, you know, first you're sitting, you know, it's you're, you're spread eagle. And then it's like, all right, bend over, you know, because we're going to bend over. Well, you got to take care of everything, you know. So if you got a little something creeping up the backside. You know, you got to do it all. Oh, boy. Look Uh-oh. at your, your eyes just got big on that one. Yeah, but, oh, wow, I could go deep here. Go ahead. Pat's helped me take care of a hemorrhoid in the past, and yeah. you said I don't have anything back No, there. you don't got a lot of stuff going on back there. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, there's That's no. That's how close we, this is why we're married uh, yeah. 12 years, yeah. and yes, he has helped me take care of a but hemorrhoid. But, like, some, you know, hey, man, uh, some people are all built different, but I know for her, like, yeah, she said, like, they I do would... remember asking him, though. I'm like, what's it like down there? Like, I've never really, <laughs> I've never like... really, like, spread my cheeks and bent over in front of Check a mirror, because I don't, I don't want to see that. And he's like, no, you don't, you don't. Don't they teach you that stuff in uh, junior high? Aren't you supposed to get a, get a mirror and like uh, get acquainted with your flower or some shit? <laughs> what 
movie is, did you get that is from? Is that what they like? <laughs> no, you know, it's not. Judy Bloom book or some shit that I missed? <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a Judy Bloom book for uh, shaving your uh, ill no, nana. No, you just have to figure it. You know what? It sucks, though, and I've never told him this, and he'll never listen to the podcast. I used my dad's <laughs> razor the first few times. Shut the fuck up. Well, he kept it in the shower. So you're telling me that your dad. Yep. The same razor. That, oh, yeah. That shaved cells and probably had a little bit of ill na na juice on it with his 14 year old daughter. I was just, I was so afraid to like. Got ask. slapped right on his face. I was so, Holy shit. I was so afraid to ask for my own razor because I'm like, I don't know if I want to tell like my parents. But where weren't I'm you shaving. already shaving your pits? Uh, yeah. No, you know what? I'm sorry. Using my dad's razor was for my legs the first time. Oh, okay. Wasn't that's a punani, little bit. Yeah. That's that's a little bit better. Yeah, but that Just was like that was like fifth grade because I remember I had I remember the girl too, and she wasn't like mean or a bully. She just yeah. we were in library and she we were wearing shorts and she goes, "You don't shave your legs yet." Yeah, and I was like, "Uh oh!" And of course, I shaved my legs that night with my dad's razor. Dude, I I just wasn't sure if I was at the point where I wanted to tell my mom I want to shave my legs. I have got to tell you that little moments like that. Now that I work in you know like a a, a trauma focused inpatient center, little things like that. More people have moments like that that stay with them their whole. I remember lives. where we were sitting in the library. Right? I remember who it was, and like I said, this she was not a bully. She was not mean. Yeah, she, she was just, but, but like she said it right. Yeah, and yeah. she and that was the first day I went home and said I got to shave my legs. Yeah. I, I, you know, golly, well, man. trauma. Yeah, no, I probably won't uh, follow through with this because yeah. I won't be able to grow it out. So when did you come up with the idea? When we were watching that one star review thing where he got laser hair removal. So that's where, all right, so this is like a day old yeah, plan. So it's I, not a long plan. Laser, you haven't been contemplating no, on laser it. hair removal. I have Googled it. Laser hair removal is a lot more in depth. Yeah, you have to. It takes like multiple sessions. Treatments, yeah. It's more expensive than just a regular old bikini wax. I remember uh, my mom going with like my grandma and her aunt to get their upper lips waxed. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I don't have that problem. <laughs> Not on that lip. <laughs> Firing on all cylinders today. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.